excrement. Excellent. Do you hear them bubbles? All them bubbles. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to episode I want to say twelve. Yes, we are episode twelve. We're at eleven. No, we're at twelve. We're at, 12. We were at eleven last week. Not yes, last week we're at episode twelve this week. Episode twelve for couches. Or controllers and couches. He's Full Metal Chicken. Yes. And I am the Steph Fafar. Mm-hmm. And we are 24 hours late on this podcast. You can probably hear three of our children running around like spastics behind us. But, hi. It's been an interesting week. Um, I've been flat out working stupid hours. That's another reason why this is a little bit out of schedule. And I've just been busy shit because my family were like oh my god it's easter break we haven't seen you let's catch up and um we spent over 24 hours with them since good friday um we were gonna record yesterday but you you poor soul um you had to work till 4 a.m and you came home and i didn't want to bother you so we're just like oh we'll just record it as in tomorrow as in today um, so we're here today, living our best lives, dying of exhaustion. Yep. But that's it. So, sir, what's new with you? Um, let's see. Um, it's just been too hectic to really do anything. I just sort of Oi. compiling sure. a list of uh, stuff to to do. Um, I haven't read anything. Uh, that's pretty much been my rundown so far um it's more just down i've been you know watching different things yep so and then yeah yep 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 i was studying like a pork chop before easter break then i stopped and um i've been reading a bit i finished dragonfly and amber which is book two in the outlander series I gave it three out of five. I finished the first book in the Divergent series, Divergent, oddly enough. Gave that five out of five. Um, and I've, I'm about a fifth of the way through the second um, Outlander. No, the third Outlander book in the series, uh, Voyager. So I'm really liking that. I venture to say I'm liking that more than the others thus far. So... Yay! That's pretty much it. That's just been my life. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. All in all, just hectic. Feels like it should be, but I feel like I've done nothing at the same time. Oh, I should also point out that today, courtesy of my mother, we're drinking some Schweppes lemon lime bitters, classic mixes, and my brother was like, what are you mixing it with? And I'm like, um, air? Ice? Air, water, earth, fire. Captain Schweppes. Um, they got the expensive stuff as opposed to the seventy-five cent, one point two five liter bottles I occasionally get. Not all the time at all. And when I say occasionally, I mean like once or twice a year. So that is it. Um, let's jump straight into it, I suppose. Yeah. Yep. All right. We'll do our quiz first. You, are you ready? You loaded? Um, um, this is the Eat Some Food and we'll tell you a new movie to watch on Foxtel quiz. We don't actually have Foxtel. Yep. But you know what? We can we can 
deal. The reason why I picked this question is because there are some things here that we like. So, point in case, the first question being, pick your preferred form of potatoes. There's scalloped potatoes, potato smiles, mashed potatoes, loaded sweet potatoes, roasted potatoes, potato fries. And it's a big deal because Michael's trying to decide and he's got his thinking face on. Yeah, it's, it's a hard choice. Um... Because a lot goes with mash, and scalloped potatoes are pretty good. Especially they've got garlic in them. Yeah, and the roasted potatoes. Can't go wrong with roasted potatoes. Yeah. So I'm going to go roasted potatoes. Um, I'm liking the look of the loaded sweet potatoes right now. And then we have uh, choose a warm beverage. Tea, hot water with lemon, cappuccino, mulled wine... Turmeric latte Ugh. and not turmeric, turmeric, whatever, and hot chocolate. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with hot chocolate. I'm not a big hot drink fan anyway, and I don't tea. like coffee. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Call <gasps> You're not going for your casual quad shot? Oh my god! Notify the press. Yeah, today's was a quad shot. <laughs> and then she tried to charge you for all four shots. Yep. As opposed to the three extra shots. Yeah. Okay. So that was interesting. And doesn't it, it has no edge anymore? It's just like meh, meh. Um, What's the highest shot you can go? I don't know, to the point where they go no. Okay, right on. Have <laughs> a slice of cake, carrot cake, chocolate mud cake, lemon tea cake, red velvet cake, cheesecake, or pancake. I'm going to go cheesecake. I'm going chocolate mud cake. You go, girlfriend. Um, and then we have choose a main dish. Roast chicken, pizza, noodles, tacos, salad, soup. Mm, I'm going to go for roast chook. Me thinks. But are they trying to link it with the potatoes or? No, it's just random. You're not like yeah. making them. I might go pizza. You go, girlfriend. Upload some food to the gram. Uh, cronut, ramen burger, ugh, freak shake, charcoal ice cream, sushi donut, or rainbow bagel. I'm going for a freak shake. I'm still yet to try one. That looks really yum. Yeah, like might... it, I'd call it the cholesterol. Yeah, I'm going to have a crack at that. Okie dokie. And pick your go-to movie snack. You have popcorn, sour lollies, licorice, fruit and nuts, ice cream, chocolate bars. It's a popcorn! Yeah, popcorn without fail. Oh, and uh, gummy bears. Which is, well, I'm looking at what you're selling. sour lollies. Yeah, so... What did you get? The star. You have the taste of a small child. Good for you. You'll love this feel-good animated story of the first Christmas. Suitable for kids of all ages. Watch it now. Yeah, I got the same. This is no. No, that's a... Oh, well. I was thinking, like, you know, the shinning. Alright, so, we've got four reviews for you guys this week. Um... We're going to start off with Pacific Rim 2, though. Yep. That's what we actually watched last week after uploading the episode. I think it's called Pacific Rim Uprising. Uprising. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so, basically, to set the premise, the volume was so goddamn loud. And the words are fluffy. You know you're getting old if you think they've got to turn that down. Yeah. Like, it was... Like, we're not talking, like, loud, loud. We're talking to the point where the speakers were distorting... You could hear the distortion. Yeah. That's how loud it was. There's like, okay, there's loud, and then there's 
okay, it's there's just... There's loud for the purpose of an explosion. Yeah, but... And then there's loud where it blocks your ears. Yeah, if your ears actually hurt from the distortion, that's bad. And also... Uh, well, I'm giving it, like, two out of five, only because story-wise... They should have just left it at the original. Honestly, it was just... It was like Connector Kaiju. Yeah. Um, basically. So to break it down for everyone, in case you haven't heard of it, it it's ten years after the events of Pacific Rim, like the original movie, the first movie, and it's the kid of the leader of the Jaeger pilots. Yep. Jake Pentecost. Yay! And he um, gets incarcerated, and he's get out of jail free card is to come back. And to train... Jaeger pilots. Um, the Jedi Padawans. Yep, Jedi Padawans. And then... To take on Mordor. A whole ton of shit happens. <sighs> and then it turns out that... Um, they are not really gone. No. And we're not going to spoil as to how they're not really gone. But it's... It was a stupid choice. But anyway, so it turns out that they're not really gone. And then... They come back, those evil kaiju. kaiju thingies, and we just pick up from there. Um, I'm giving it two stars. One star because I love the in, the music to the trailer. Yeah. They had some pretty good fight scenes. Yeah, fight scenes were cool, don't get me wrong. Um, and I liked looking at um, Scott Eastwood. He was a dumb character, though. They played him so... He played him so dumb. Um, where's Rayleigh? From the first movie, the Charlie Hunnam's character. Who knows? Because it makes sense that the Pentecost is dead, obviously, because he sacrificed himself. Yeah. But where's Rayleigh in all of this? Nowhere. I don't know. They, they didn't follow it up, nothing. There was no... Nothing. And it was just, oh look, Thunder Smash, pretty much. Thunderstruck! It was like a... Shit for the sake of being shit. Yeah, it was like Transformers meets Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. So, um... Yeah, so essentially the kaijus pop up, everything goes all, you know, Transformer-ish and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, basically case of buy popcorn, switch your brain off and... Let it roll. Talk about switching your brain off. We also watched a couple of movies on the Flixnet. The first being The Titan. Yeah. Um, It's Sam Worthington's newest... Um, direct to Netflix movie. Yeah, it got slammed big um, time. You, the best way to describe it is so there's this guy, and he and a group of other army people or like military people are subjecting themselves to scientific experiments to evolve humanity. To the point where they can survive in the harsh conditions of, of one Titan. Of, yeah, which is one of Saturn's moons. Yeah. Or it is it just? Is there only one? Moon on Saturn, mm. near Saturn, I don't know. But anyway, so the point is they're trying to evolve humanity. Um, and that's... But the thing is, you can't do... Evolution is not done in one generation, no. in one person. Evolution is done over a period of time. So they're not evolving him, they're basically... Modifying him. Yes, and... Um, Through surgery and that all Yeah, procedures stuff. and surgeries to make him... Um, ho- Homo Titanus yeah, or something like Titanus. that. Yeah, Homo Titanus. The premise was great. That's why I give it one star. 
but, but then it goes it was from... ju- and you and I actually had this discussion we were like what is with these Netflix movies where the premise and the build up is so fantastic and then you get halfway through the movie and it all goes to shit yeah they just can't follow through it's just it and so instead of them just concentrating on okay let's populate Titan no there's a government conspiracy oh we have to make soldiers you know things are going bad oh no the horror the monster horror side oh no blah 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 things start going wrong people die oh no no oh it's the so you start looking at it from the this perspective of there was so much promise the science doesn't add up and it's just the pipetting is absolutely terrible. Oh, God. Like, they've got bubbles. They don't follow aseptic technique. Uh, aseptic technique. They don't wear gloves. She put, like, instead of putting a cover slip on the yeah. slide, she put a slide on top of a slide. Yeah. It was just... Yeah. But that's just one one little thing. Overall, it's just terrible. Stupid. The prosthetics look absolutely stupid. Um, and, yeah, essentially... Save your time. Don't even bother. I mean, good thing we didn't pay to see it because. Well, technically we did because we got yeah, a so, but, but yeah, Sam Worthington. Like it's, it it, it just Kendi's goes. He's really going downhill fast. It went um, really really but bad. He's already booked the next two Avatar movies. One's coming out next year, and then the third one's coming out in twenty twenty. So. Yeah, so hopefully that doesn't you know go to shit, but you know this is you know. They're definitely going off the cerebral chart. Like it's not cerebral at all anymore. It's just bad. Just Talking bad. about bad. <laughs> Warcraft. Oh my. Also on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, um, if you're a big fan of the games, Warcraft, as in, you know, Warcraft, World of Warcraft, all that sort of stuff. I was a big fan of the originals. Now it's just the whole world of WoW is a little crazy. But anyways. Um, so this is the one that came out in 2016. Yep. And basically, it's, you know, humans in Azeroth. You've got orcs. And it's got some of the big, you know, characters that you play in the game or play against and everything. So you've got Gul'dan and, you know, yeah. Anyways, Durotan and Ogrim Doomhammer. But it's just... Shit, it's like, don't get me wrong, it's a really bright film. If you're a little kid, once again, go in, switch your brain off, watch it. Yay, doesn't make any sense. Like, the the scene changes are so fast. One minute, you're at point A, then you're at point G, then you're at point M, then you're at point K, and it just jumps and chops and changes, and just, the storyline is terrible. The acting is terrible. It's just... A terrible shit fest. it's a shit fest like seriously bad um so essentially as some people look at it they want to do a sequel to it mm. they actually want to do a sequel to the movie purely because the amount of it made a lot of money but it's shit so but the thing is if it makes money it's going to get a sequel they're going to invest money in yeah but you know, the best thing you can do at it is just, you know, leave it, leave it alone. Um, but, I mean, to give you an idea, the budget was $160 million and its box office was $433 million. So, it, you know, it made money. Mm. So, you go... Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, 
It's basically Dungeons and Dragons meets Home and Away <laughs> meets, you know, the Kardashians. It was just bad. So look at me. I'm big. Yay. I smashed, smash, smash, smash. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. Um, so that was another fail for us. I thought, okay, yep, I'd, we watched that before going to work. And then it just... One out of five for me. And just, yeah, I, I'm going for a one out of five as well. I'm just... Done. And done. I thought, okay, okay, the big one. This was the big one. Ready Player One. Now, ha- okay, we'll put it out there. Had we not known anything about the book, had we not read the books prior to watching this... I would have shat in my pants. I probably would have... I would have gone, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, give it probably an eight or nine. I would have given it like a four out of five. Yeah, so, yeah, four out of five, nine out of ten... Look at it from that aspect, it's good. But the fact that we've read the book, and I've read the... I've really read the book, um, and audiobooks and everything, and it just... You know, there's people who have said, you know, there's a lot of the 80s stuff that, that just, you know, stacks on, it's very simple, blah, 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 that kind of style of um, writing. It's messy writing, that sort of stuff. Okay, that's cool. Um, for I mean, these guys are a bit younger than me, but I really enjoyed the book. The book, for me... It was a big throwback to it's your childhood. a big throwback to my, you know... Existence. Existence. Your formative years, as My formative were. years. So, for me, to sit through what I just watched, for me, personally... It was an insult. ...was painful, because my brain was telling me... I tried to switch off and watched it, and I just couldn't. Poor thing. And it was just... Uh, Spielberg... What are you doing, mate? What are you doing? I mean, honestly, it would have been so much better had they done this as a trilogy. Yeah. Or a TV series. A TV series, I think, would have been better because then you could actually delve into yeah. and be very descriptive and break it all down. Give the characters depth and yeah. everything. I'd say all up regarding the book to transition to movie, there was only about 10% of the book in that movie. It was just a completely different All that they kept was the characters. Yeah. And that's it. Absolutely. The characters didn't even look the way that they... The avatars didn't even look the way that they were described. No. As being... They changed them. um, And, I mean, okay. In the book, he's pretty much just going, you know... Parzival is absolutely crazy about Artemis. So there's people who have said, oh, you know, he's just... In love, in love and with their her. kids, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it just, oh. It was... And I knew going in that it was going to be terrible. And I was like, you know, if... And we walked out going, okay, if you deduct the fact that we know how it's supposed to be, it's not a bad movie. No. But it's not 80s. It's very... If I had a child that was like 10 or 11 years old, or 6 or 7, they'd watch that and be like, Oh my God, there's Master Chief, and oh my God, you know, it, it wasn't the 80s. Sure, they had a cool-ass soundtrack. They made a reference to a few games and a few shows yeah, and, Durand, and stuff. Durand and... And, like, some pop culture, but they very much diluted it to... I, I can't remember a specific example, but I feel like when... I, when we listened to the book, there were some very... Um, you had to be in the 80s to understand that yeah. reference. You had to be in the 80s to know about that TV show, that book, that game. Um, uh, for example, that 
is it the Dungeon Defenders yeah, guide that he was looking through in like he spent a good chapter and a half breaking down yeah. trying to find for the first round where yeah. in the book he's supposed to go and all I wanted to see was the skeletal looking thing that you go to get the first key. Yeah, the Lich King. Yeah, that's all I wanted. But and it they, just didn't happen. And I, I mean, okay, you look at it and go, there's a lot of stuff to cover in the book. You wouldn't be able to get that in one no. movie. So what they did was just completely turned it on their head. And diluted it. And diluted it, changed it, and made it for what it was. One big pop, you know, pop um, culture. Go the weasel. Bloody... Uh... So, so final review, I'm going one out of five. Yeah, I'm going for one out of five. I just, I hated it. It was just, for me, it ugh, it just, yeah. There were, talk about dystopian. I've got a few other words that I could use for that. But but bullshit. Yeah. So um, don't get me wrong. Um, it's generated the traffic they needed. So. They'll, they'll probably end up making a sequel to it because, you know, money. I'll be interesting to see how the, you know, merchandise goes. But, <laughs> yeah, for me, I was rather... It was rather lackluster for me. But then again, if I was to just... Didn't know anything about it, switch my brain off, sit down there, I would have enjoyed it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I didn't... I didn't not enjoy it. It's... Um, it just wasn't what you were anticipating. I, it, they could have... Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you either like it or hate it. There's no in between, really. So I personally hated it. Yeah. I like the book. Oh, well, I love the book, hate the movie. There's going to be people, I know people who hate the book, love the movie. So at the end of the day, it's a mixed bag. My but, main concern is the fact that we bought the movie post-book. So is that book the movie book edition? No, nah, they just Like a novelisation? Or is it just the movie tie-in of the original book? No, they just put a different cover on it. Well, so. right on. Well, are we good to head into regularly scheduled program? Yes, we are. So our first story of the week, um, I'm calling this the not-so-world cup-like um, segment. So you know how we were talking about that Russian double um, agent nerve gas, uh, nerve agent attempted assassination um, of uh, the two people in the UK? Yeah. Um, Russia is apparently denying their involvement, but officials have said that based on the um, agent that was used, someone, the person who set it up, uh, needed to have a background in chemistry. Oh, interesting. So they're cross-referencing the um, agents that weren't known to be in the UK at that time yep. to ones who would have had um, an understanding of chemistry to narrow it down. Um, and because of the World Cup, Australians especially are being told to, in quotation marks, think three times about going there. Which is, uh, yeah, something that you'd be worried about, in a sense, because... Well, everyone's going there. Yeah, it's only... Something's being planned. There's going to be more of this carrying on. I've, I've noticed that within the past 12 months, there's been more poisonings across the planet. So something is going on. Something is being planned. Wait, when, I don't know. When find about I'm it. just going to see what the Smart Traveller website says about Mazarasha. Mazarasha. I don't know. I think it's... It's a scary, scary world out there. 
Absolutely. Exercise a high degree of caution. Um, due to heightened political tensions, you should be aware of the possibility of anti-Western sentiment or harassment. The Australian government is not aware of any increased difficulties for Australians travelling in Russia at this time, but you should follow the security and political situation closely and keep up to date with this travel advice. Remain vigilant. Avoid any protests or demonstrations. Avoid commenting publicly on political developments. Oops! Yep. At least I'm not travelling there. Um, Their level of advice has not changed. Um, But terrorism is a threat. And terrorist attacks have occurred in Moscow and St. Petersburg. And... um, do not travel to the northern areas, such as Chechnya. Yeah, I, I don't feel like going to Chechnya, I'm just saying. Avoid large gatherings. Foreigners aren't permitted to cross the land border between Russia and Belarus hmm. by air. Uh, follow, travel by air, not by the land border. Um, severe winter weather can disrupt travel. And in 2017, the Russian government announced plans to introduce biometric fingerprinting for all foreigners entering Russia, but no implementation dates have been announced. They better get on to that. What have we got here? So they've got their 11 host cities for the FIFA World Cup. Everyone's saying plan your accommodation before you get there. Research your destination before travelling. Um, you know that games are playing in St. Petersburg? Really? Yeah. The Aussies are playing against France in Kazan on the 16th, Denmark in Samara on the 21st, Peru in Sochi, and if we qualify for round of 16, we play in Kazan. And they haven't given us any information about where the finals are going to be held. Make sure you party safely is advice they're giving and obtain fan ID before you travel you should get it with a match ticket so make sure you're getting that guys stay safe if you're heading Um, send us lots of photos make sure you get your travel insurance yeah always get travel insurance and stay safe but I don't know I love the World Cup Um, the last big one I really sat down and watched was 2010 so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I don't think we're going to do too well, but no. I'm going to maintain my normal um, tier of supporting where I go from Australia to the French. and No, I go Australia, then the English, then the French. And then if I feel like it, I go Germania. Germania. And apart from Gormani, as my grandmother would say. And um, I haven't even been paying attention the last four years to figure out what teams how the teams are stacking to like have my um bets on who's gonna win so i don't even know who's in the world cup this year besides australia but anyway any thoughts on said topic no, i think we'll lose oh of course we're gonna lose you know then again we could always just use sandpaper on the ball and oh, get goals. Look, this uh, this is gonna affect us for a very, very, very long time. Coming from someone who comes from a big cricketing company, like big cricketing family, we should have removed ourselves from worldwide competition for a minimum of five years. Yeah. Well, whatever tournament, tournament an Australian team goes to, we're going to be ball tamperers, we're going to be cheaters, 
and that's all there is. Yep, and sledging is only going to, you know, get worse now. Very, very. Ten out ten can confirm again. Yep. Uh, talking about troubles, Tesla's troubles are continuing. Oh jeez. The shares have dropped a fi- further five point one percent because they're not reaching their two thousand five hundred unit weekly rate in their Model Three production of cars. That's not good. So no one knows it's because Elon Musk doesn't have enough money to keep production up high or if they're suffering some sort of trouble during production that's affecting their production rate. You know, this is only going to deteriorate more. I can't believe that after how big everyone built him up to be, here he is struggling. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, I suppose, creating a visual aspect that promotes itself whereas the the data doesn't seem to be backing itself up so all in all I mean you aim for a product marketing strategy but then you you miss it you're gonna have a bad time yeah and the only thing I mean how are you supposed to generate that much revenue if you're you know if, if, if you need more than a t- Two billion dollar capital influx. You're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. And I mean, what is going to happen with the shares? I mean, it's going to get to a point that people won't want those shares because if they're going to drop, they're going to sell. So, yeah. I I don't know. I really don't. I just shares isn't something like I understand. With high risk comes high return. I have shares, like I have Telstra shares, but I didn't buy them. They were purchased before my time for me. They're in my name. They paid me out today, actually. Thank you, Telstra. It was like $62.71. And I needed to get some stuff from Coles, like $3 worth of stuff. And I was like, thank you, Telstra. But apart from that, I don't gamble in the share property is where it's at yeah so I don't know and I understand that there can be big losses in terms of property and like if you're not careful about the block you're buying or the house you're buying or that sort of thing you can fall into if you don't know what you're doing when you're investing you can fall into a lot of traps and a lot of money sucking schemes so I don't know but I just as much as it's a really cool venture and someone's going to do it and I think it's cool to be part of history and be part of something different but I think if you if you have the billions to burn or the millions to burn bloody go for your life but I have no idea who actually owns besides Elon himself no. shares to Tesla no one I know owns shares to Tesla I hear a lot of people be like oh I'm going to get my Tesla but I feel like Tesla's going to be the next generation Volkswagen yeah Personally, no defamation to Tesla themselves. No, but it, it's going to go badly. Very I bad. don't think that we we don't have the technology to run um, what they're proposing. We're going to have. We don't have the infrastructure for it. Yeah. So, no. But anyway, um, also just recapping something we spoke about last week. Tiangong One is Tiangong gone. Is it? Yep. The, the Chinese space lab burnt up over the Pacific Ocean at 16 GMT, or 0016 GMT um, on Monday over the Pacific Ocean near Tahiti, I think. 
Splashdown was estimated 24.89 degrees south and 150.56 degrees west. They were saying that even if the station had come down over land, the chances of hitting anyone would have been very small. But the remote location means that there were even unlikely to have been boats in the vicinity. So they're all safe. Allegedly. Because we don't want them boats getting hit. But when you think about it, considering most of it just burns up, just imagine... If there was some biohazard in... And it got... The lab? You know. Venom. (coughs) (laughs) Vaporised, and then, yay. But no, it's... Aerosols. But then again, you think of the heat that's generated, everything would just be like... Dead. Destroyed, vaporised, gone. But, um... Still, watching it burn up would be like, oh, pretty fireworks. So, and then you find out, oops, we dropped the Hubble. Oh, no. Isn't the Hubble supposed to be done in a while? Yeah, but they like Because, like, it. it's way past its... I think they're going to just probably use it for other things. Because didn't they have the thing where the lens was slightly off? Slightly? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you know, things dropping from space ain't always good, but you know, if you're going to get it to drop, drop the base big time. Um, it was launched in 1990, and it was supposed to be there for 25 years. But they were just like, But no. it's like 25 years, three years ago. So, they're saying that it's going to at least last through to 2020. And if they keep servicing it well, um, it can last longer. So, what do you know? Hmm. What do you do? Very interesting. You know what else is interesting? Yes. I found this story and I laughed. Um, yep, yep. You know those at-home DNA tests that people take and they're like, oh, um, find where you come from heritage-wise and where your genetics tell you you come from. Apparently, they're unreliable enough to 40% of tests because the uh, there's a very high positive, fal- high false positive ratio being attributed to not having like a raw DNA sample. Yep. Um, because that way you can't actually properly analyze it. So what they're testing for is a SNP array instead of doing genome sequencing. Now, a SNP array is a single nutide polymorphism. polymorphism. So they just look at like chunks of specific chunks that match up to libraries and databases um, that are variable between different regions of the world. So, yeah. yeah. I just thought it was really interesting that, you know, essentially almost half of people who have these heritage DNA results, they're wrong. Yeah. Well, at like, incor- not inaccurate, I guess is the word I would use. So it gets pretty, you know... Intense. Yep. But, you know, the it's not so much... Now, a false positive isn't always a bad thing. With every experiment, you're going to get false positives. A funny story. Um, in BioMed, uh, not last uni week, but the uni week before that, so almost, almost two weeks ago now, we had to do um, the adenovirus testing things so they'd show us how it works in the lab and we did a one uh, one person had to test based on like a bench of 16 people and one of my really good friends was doing uh, 
when the guy, like the demonstrator, was asking us, oh, so who wants to do the test? She was in her own world and she nodded. So I said, let's say that her name is Laura. So Laura was like, oh, yeah. Uh, she nodded. And I said, oh, Laura wants to do it. And so the demonstrator got, in quotation marks, Laura to do it. She's like, Steph, what are you talking about? And I said, I saw you nod, so I assumed you wanted to do it. She's like, no, I didn't nod. And I said, I saw you nod. And then so she's like, are you trying to tell me that I'm sick? And she was paranoid that the test was going to tell her that she was sick. But when you have to swab to do this test, you have to do it at, right at the back of your throat. Yeah. And she only did like the side of her cheek. So uh, even though it came back as negative, I said to her, it could be a false negative. Because you didn't swab the right spot. And she's like, stop trying to tell me that I'm sick. And I'm like, get away from me. You could still be infected. And that story that I wanted to share today. But yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also kind of scary thing. A study coming out of uh, George Washington University says that a survey found that 10,000 people who had eaten in a restaurant or had ordered takeaway had 35% higher phthalate levels compared to people who ate food or ate or purchased food from a supermarket. And um, these high, this chemical compound can is linked to decreased fertility and pregnancy complication, complications. Phthalate. 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 It's a benzene ring, I think. A highly active. Now, benzene rings basically bind to pretty much everything. Yep. It's because of the structure, because it's got... At each point in the ring, you have a carbon and two free hydrogens. Well, it disrupts endocrines. Yeah. So, um, it's a big, big deal. So, yeah. I, it's... Um, you know, in like... They say you should avoid as much as you should avoid BPA. Yeah. So, but um, actually no. Benzene rings only have a ring. Yeah, it, it's a ring. It's basically C six H six. My apologies. It doesn't have double free hydrogens. It's got single free hydrogens. Mm. So yeah. Mm. So yeah, looks like a hexagon. Three double bonds. Hexagon. It's found in thousands of products such as toys, vinyl flooring, wool covering, detergents, lubricating oils, food packaging, pharmaceuticals, blood bags, tubing, personal care products such as nail polish, hairsprays, aftershave lotions, soaps, shampoos, perfumes, and other fragrance preparations. Yeah, and then you get benzoates. So um, the really cool thing about it is um, people use it in chloroform and acetone and diethylether and all the fun stuff. So um, yeah, yeah. And basically, the reason why, yeah, well, you get, um, well, you, your blood gets sort of infected with it. So it basically goes into your bone marrow. Lovely. And that exactly in itself reduces the amount of blood cells you can produce, which leads to anemia and, yeah, fun stuff. So, um, yeah, that's why, you know, people sort of say that benzene is in fact carcinogenic to us um, and it's harmful in all sorts of ways. So you find 
People who are bookworms like us put plants in the house. Mm. Or Be- we put plants in the house and then someone drowns them. Overwaters them. Yeah, so we've currently got ferns, as we may have mentioned previously, which help clean up the air or take up things like toluene and benzoates and all that sort of stuff. But the funny thing is, we also put them near the books. So, yeah, it kind of helps. Yeah. But, you know, that's just what we do. So, yeah. This is what we do. So, if in doubt, look up the EPA. This is how we do. Yeah. So, um... Alright, next story. Yes. Um, I saw the other day that, um, PC Gamer announced, in their opinion, what the best five years in PC gaming history are. Ooh. So, we're going to do a bit of a countdown. Yep, yep. Count up, I should say. Oh, no, it's countdown. Dum, Um, dum, dum. Number five. 1999. You let me know if you remember any of these games and if you agree with their standings because yep. I wasn't around for all of this. Yep, yep. But apparently in 1999, they released System Shock 2, EverQuest. Played it. Unreal Tournament. Played it. Have you not played any of these that I can highlight? No, I played all of them. Okay, so Planescape Tournament. They Home park all shit, but you know. Yeah, Age of Empires 2, Alpha Centauri. Heroes of Might and Magic 3. X-Wing Alliance. Roll Is them. that... Um, a Star Wars game? Yes, it is. Wow. Yep. Team Fortress Classic, Alien vs. Predator, Driver, Dungeon Keeper 2, Outcast, Soul, Soul River, Quake 3, yep. Arena, CNC. What's CNC? Command and Conquer, oh. Tiberian Sun. Now, I actually preferred Red Alert as opposed to Tiberian Sun. Are so, you speaking the English? Yes. And then, um, essentially, I would personally... Personally, yeah, bro. I would go for the X-Wing series. X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter is retro enough for me to go, yeah! Hey, and what's a TIE Fighter? What's a TIE Fighter? But the thing was, they've actually come out with a um, remastered edition of X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter. So I've got to find the joystick somewhere and then hook it up. But the thing is, I may have to actually get... And I, uh, there's little things you can run so you can actually run a joystick with the game now. But like yeah. an emulator kind of. Yeah, but it's it was cool because it balanced the difference between um, weapons, shields, power levels for your engine. So right. it was really good because you, you did a lot of things to monitor. It wasn't just boring bad no, shit. It was very cool. And then we have number four, which 1993. is 1993. Oh, don't forget Homeworld as well. Homeworld and System Shock Two. Um, you know, did some cool stuff in Quake 3. The arena is... Now, I'm not going to know any of these because this is the year I was born. Okay. 1993. The key releases were Doom. Now, Doom is... No, that's Doom. You can... No, yeah, Doom. Day of the Tentacle, which is hilarious. The seventh guest, Sam and Max Hit the Road. Now, that game right there, you've got a dog and you've got a rabbit and they act, of, act as a detective agency and it's sort of, you know find problems and you go up against yetis it's, it's really cool Yeti. such a good game and then there's a, a little small side quest game where you can actually drive down the highway and um, Max basically you know yeah it, it's fun it, I won't spoil it for you play right. Sam and Max you get to smash street signs it's cool <laughs> um, then you have Syndicate Master of Orion Orion X-Wing, X-Wing Frontier Elite 2 Aces yep. Over Europe Betrayal <laughs> at Crondor Ultima World Underworld 2, Labyrinth of Worlds, Rebel Assault, IndyCar Racing, Wing Commander Privateer. Yeah, I actually made that into a movie. Um, really? Yeah. Interesting. And this is a pivotal year in the course of PC gaming. Yeah, all of them. 
and the release of Doom, obviously. Is Doom massive... that game that you have a remake of? Yeah. So that's a remake that's a, of this. That's, that's the whole yeah, okay, well, new fair one. Fair enough. And right um, yeah, so also um, Mist was released on Mac in 1993, but Mac, on, Mac, on PC Mac, in 94. So yeah, and um, obviously 93, and I suppose P- as PC Gamer magazine was launched in the UK, making 1993. Obviously, this is the big one. Um, Star Trek Judgment Rights and IndyCar Racing they were also pretty good but um, Star Trek was pretty much big then and then we have 2007 and this is where a lot of really cool shit came out like uh, the Orange Box which had Half-Life and Team Fortress Um, we got Bioshock we got COD 4 Crisis when people started you know testing the physics engines um, of their PCs uh, you got World in Conflict, Supreme Commander, Unreal Tournament Is that Three. Screaming? I think someone agrees with our choices. Um, <laughs> we have Enemy Territory, Quake Wars, Stalker, Shadow of Chernobyl. There was lots of fallout from that one. Oh, um, stop it, you! And then we have Wow, the Burning Crusade, and um, Peggle. Now, just saying, I'm not a big fan of Wow, but a lot of people are. So, um, yeah. Um, so essentially, two seven two thousand and seven um, was the year of the PC, and essentially FPS pretty much was the the hitting. This is where it started. Yeah. Essentially. So essentially, the orange box was just insane price wise. Like it just was on the money. So basically, we got uh, Team Fortress Two and Portal, and they are like just crazy games to play. Big fan of Portal. You know, cake is a lie. Um, so then you went into Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Four, <laughs> and essentially that ramped up the whole online shooter. And essentially, if you want to go down the linear single-player shooter missions, That's that was the game to go. To this day, people just go, you know, Modern Warfare, Modern Modern Warfare, Warfare Four <laughs> was um, essentially, you know, what God you wanted for, for FPS. Modern Warfare, say yes. it properly. Yeah, and um, on the other side though, you had Bioshock. Bioshock and Stalker, um, <laughs> you could go into the more sort of cerebral side. I've been using cerebral a lot lately. Do you like the word psychedelic? I do. So, um, Bioshock was more a thinking game. A little I bit thought off. it was a bit more horror-esque. Yeah, it was about that cinematic experience. So, it, it was very atmospheric, you know, I've cerebral. I've played a minute of it. We should. We should um, fire it up and have a look. And then, um, you know, Supreme Commander and World in Conflict need a little bit more of a, a kick. But, um, yeah, essentially, yeah, uh, that was a good year. Um, All right. In second place, we've got 1998, which is the year my brother was born. And we are contenders in this year. We have Half-Life, Baldur's Gate, Fallout 2, Thief the Dark Project, Starcraft and Brood War, Grim Fandango, Unreal, Rogue Squadron, The Settlers 3, Star, Shoot, Star Siege Tribes, Commandos, Tomb Raider 3, I thought that said Meth Commander, <laughs> but Mech Commander, close. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, so is that the one that's being rem- that has been... Um, not so much remade, but just follow on, so okay, you've got... Right, yeah. so there's a sequel. Rainbow Railroad Six Tycoon 2, Oddworld, Abe's Exodus, and Shogo. Shogo. So, um, essentially... Half-Life, yeah, so that's pushing the 3D shooter, like, really, really heavily, and 
I was always a fan of the Baldur's Gate series. Obviously, the you know some like Baldur's Gate one was a bit met. The ending just ended, and it's like, okay, that was shit. Whatever. Um, what do we do now? Mech Warrior. You know, well, Mech Commander. You know, Mech Warrior. All that. The 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 Mechazoid shooting in the middle of nowhere kind of always sort of had a a thing. Um, but Rainbow Six for me, I prefer honestly, I prefer Rainbow Six Vegas just because there's some really cool fun things you can do in the maps. But StarCraft, for me, was the big one. Um, and this pretty much had... Well, I suppose StarCraft was having its um, the 20th anniversary in 2018, was it, I think? No. Yeah, 20th anniversary. So, um, essentially, they, they, I suppose, looked at it and went, Grim Fandango essentially is all about, you know, humour and Day of the Dead meets Casablanca kind of stuff. Mm. So, um, yeah, it, it's uh, a good one. But uh, definitely Half-Life was the winner. So, um, yeah. And to this day, you know, I just... There was a... Uh, like, someone just made a... Like, a meme image where they put a, a scope on a crowbar. Because essentially all you do is you just run around crowbar everything. <laughs> Literally everything. It, it's crazy. And, I'm, you know, I'm still waiting for number three. Um, to come out. Haven't so. people been waiting a uh, very, It's very all a conspiracy. So, all right, last but not least, here we go. the best year in the biz, according to PC Gamer, is 2015. Yep. Contenders here are, I think it's Middle Gear Solid 5, yep. right? Phantom, Phantom Pain. Pain. Uh, Rocket League, City Skylines, Fallout 4, Invisible Ink, Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Uh, you, gave, you bought me that, actually, the yes. special edition. Yep. Um, Kerbal Space Program, GTA 5. Her Story, 80 Days, Pills of Eternity, Life is Strange, yay! Prison Architect, Rainbow Six Siege, Undertale, Heroes of the Storm, Dying Light, Nuclear Throne, Soma, Tales from the Borderlands. Now, that was an extremely strong year for gaming. Um, And out of all these, for me personally, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, that, that was the game for us. Yeah. And also... Life is Strange. Life is Strange. We played Life is Strange. and that's We're like some... three episodes in, yeah. I think. And it's... we want to get before the storm. We just haven't gotten around to doing no. it yet, but we'll get there. But it's deep. Like, it's a it very... hits you in the feels. Right in the feels. So, I mean, all in all, I haven't played MGS5 yet, but I've played all the other Metal Gear Solids. So I think at the moment I can't really vote on Metal Gear Solid 5, but... For me, The Witcher 3. It's hitting you up. I get a lot of kicks out of that. And Fallout 4, I've got sitting in a box as well. I've got to get around <laughs> to playing at that. But you actually got me the, the Nuke edition. Yes. And then I spent pretty much the whole day just going... It's still sitting in the box. Like He hasn't opened it. Yeah, um, but it's, in storage, it's but definitely it's that there. game that you want to go around stealing bottle caps. So, um, But there's only one thing about... The whole Fallout game series. Yeah. I won't say which game it is, but there is one game. But to get the actual ending, you have to make a decision. Now, I'm running around with a mutant, okay? My sidekick is a mutant who is immune to radiation. But you have to go into the Fallout shelter. But if you... So essentially, you have to sacrifice yourself. But if you let the mutant go in, you fail because... It's about sacrifice. It's about sacrifice. Now, the way I see it, why is that? That's stupid. You've got a super-powered mutant who is immune to radiation who can go into a fallout shelter that is filled with radiation. So, essentially, you can finish the game 
and survive. But no. But no, let's use common sense. Look, there's water here. Don't send the fish in. Why? But the fish can breathe in the water. No, no, no. You must go into the water because you will drown. And you're not allowed to use anything. That's just stupid. So, yeah. Don't kill The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Don't get me wrong. There are some parts in The Witcher 3 where you kind of go, Wow. Oh, that was right in the feels. But the thing is, the Australian version is different to the American version. In what way? Something's got censored. Because it it pushes the the rating, it goes past the MA fifteen plus rating. Uh So people, there was controversy, big time. But you know, apart from that, um, yeah, definitely The Witcher three. Rainbow Six Siege is apparently really good. I've seen some really funny stuff on the internet watching some of the raids that people do. But once we actually get into playing it, I think I'm going to get a kick out of it because it's it's very much tactical. So you have to take a tactical approach. And, I mean, even takes me back to the days when I used to play SWAT. And SWAT, you, SWAT, you'd have a SWAT, SWAT, SWAT team. SWAT, 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 and SWAT, SWAT, you'd SWAT. have to, you know, work out how to get through the building to save hostages and everything. So it wasn't so much about killing things, but you had to take them down non-lethally. So you had to plan it all out, how you'd do it. Yeah, so, so there's a lot more thinking yeah. than just random running around yeah. doing dumb stuff. And this is the thing too. This We can all, I suppose... With, Agree. With everything going on in the world at the moment regarding guns and violence and all that sort of stuff, at the end of the day, games are games. They open up... they there to be taken too literally. No. It's like a book. Yeah, book. Reading a book is not going to make you go out and burn a, down a bookstore. Just because I read, for example, a fantasy where someone has to walk through a portal in the other dimension, doesn't mean that I'm going to open my fridge and try to summon Satan through the other you know, side. You know what would happen if you did that? Y- you'd get a said... light come out of the fridge and all you would hear is, I am Zool. Or, I am Zool. You know, Ghostbusters kind of shit. I think people just like to pick on things for the sake of passing the buck onto someone else because people would rather blame something then actually solve the core root of the problem. But what do I know about anything? But, uh, yeah, so all in all, um, that was PC gaming. Um, so that was some nostalgia right there. Oh, yeah, we took a tri- trip down memory lane for you. It did. So there's all these games that I want to play are... Witcher. Yeah. I, think... I haven't played video games for a very, very, very long time. It's been... Uh... Oh, well, you do. I kind of get you into play Call of Duty. That doesn't count no more. But, um... One of these days, we're going to get What's coming out? I don't know. There's all yeah. It's like taking a back step completely, but there's all these things, all these really old games that I enjoy playing. Remember how I got you to play Maze Runner? Yes, that was, that fun. was fun. And see, I think because I, you know, I came officially. I'm a keyboard. Do you know the Dark Souls is being remastered. Yeah. Elder Scrolls Somerset. What's that? No clue. Collector's Edition. I've also got to keep playing Blood Rain too. Or Bloodborne, sorry. Have you heard of this game called Vampire? Yes. What is that? It was Vampire the Masquerade. One of my mates played that heavily. No, Prowl the Disease Ridden Streets in Vampire. Dark the Atmospheric Action RPG from the studio behind Remember Me. And Life is Strange. Developed using Unreal Engine 4. Set in the early 20th century Britain doing a bout of the lethal Spanish flu. Dude, the streets of London are crippled by disease, violence and fear in a completely disorganised and ghostly city. Those who are either fools, desperate or unlucky enough to walk the streets 
lay prey to Britain's most elusive predators, the Jeez. vampires. Emerging from the chaos, a tormented figure awakes. As the player, it is you who determines how to harness your new powers. By specialising in deadly, versatile RPG skill tree. Dude! Uh, coming out. So we put we add this one to the list. Uh, let me just continue reading it for everyone out at home. Uh, skill trees that change the way you play. Recently turned into a vampire, an eminent doctor tries to understand his new affliction. Oh my god, this is Carlisle from um, what's it called? Twilight. Twilight. That's it. His quest of intuition, discoveries, and struggles will be filled with death and drama while he attempts to stem Ooh, the impress, impress, irrepressible thirst that constantly drives him to take human lives as you cling to what remains of your humanity. Your decisions will ultimately shape the fate of your hero while so searching fun. for answers in the coughing, foggy aftermath of the Spanish flu. Spanish flu. It's $8.95. <laughs> it's currently for pre-order. When are you coming out, bruv? It's worth a shot. It doesn't say when it's coming out. Uh, 5th of June. Okay. We'll have to add it to the list. Um, oh, is this an, it's an, Summer, Somerset is an add-on for Elder Scrolls. Oh. Yeah. So I'm just going to close that. And then they've obviously got Blops 4 here. More information coming on May 17th. So we've still got a bit of waiting to figure out. But hey, have you heard of Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Yes. How come I haven't heard of Shadow of the Tomb Raider? I know. That's coming out on the 14th of September. More info coming, stay tuned. Oh my god, there's a teaser trailer? Did you watch the teaser trailer without me? No. No, I did not. How did you find out about it before me? I just me? heard it in passing. This is unacceptable. No. Alright, cool. Righty, righty. Tidy, tidy. Alright. Um, a research team from Duke U discovered a miniature digestive system inside a lung tumour. And these cells had lost the MKX21 gene, which is a master switch that acts essentially as a body plan organizer. So it releases chemicals out into the environment and tells specific cells to differentiate into different things according to like a body plan sort of system. But because these cells had lost this gene, they um they don't they didn't tell the cells how to develop. So what they concluded is that without this gene, cells will develop into a gut. Okay. So essentially... Inside this tumour... It had a stomach. I don't know if it had a stomach, but, but it, it had... It would have had... An, is it endoth- endoderm? I think it's endoderm. Endo, ecto... Why can't I remember this? Well, then you've got Stephanie, mesoderm. It's not mesoderm. No, meso is different. Yeah. So either endo or ecto... I think it's endo. Stephanie, you're in 30 year biomedical science. How do you not know this? I'm pretty sure it's endo. I think I'm pretty sure it's endo. What's the endoderm? Am I right? Just tell me I'm right. Make me feel good about myself. Basically, yeah, endoderm. Yes! Yeah. Yes! Yes! All these thousands of dollars of my degree is worth it. Okay. Mm. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. Alright, so the next story here. Um, a 2017 study that stoked fears over the safety of CRISPR-Cas9, which is the new thing. Yep. Um, this is like Nobel Prize winning yep. technology here. Uh, it's a gene editing system, and this study has retracted the has been retracted by the journal that originally published it. 
Um, they tried to recreate their initial experiment, but it obviously failed, so the researchers were forced to admit that the mutations they discovered were not formed by CRISPR-Cas9, and therefore the technology wasn't non-safe. Yeah, so it's still safe. It's not unsafe. Right, well. Yeah, so... Um... Yeah. Yeah, and, and basically, uh, 2013, um, CRISPR was used, well, I suppose, it's more the fact that bacteria-derived CRISPR-Cas9 can be adapted to edit DNA in animal cells. Um, and it was more the fact that because of the studies they were doing in a mouse genome, um, they wanted to assess CRISPR's safety in that particular mammal model. Um, and then what you sort of do is you... Well, the, what these guys only did, they only selected or only examined select sections um, in testing the mice DNA um, for accidental edits. So, uh, yeah, they... Um, yeah, didn't do such a good job. Um, so, all in all, it was tracted. Retracted. Um, Hey, at the end of the day, I'm still happy that I guess what the <laughs> ectoderm yeah, yeah. No, 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 I mean, absolutely. endoderm, rather. Blah, blah, blah. All right, um, second last story of the day. We were at my grandmother's yesterday, and we saw this on the news. But, okay, so there's two sides to every story. But the original way this story was presented is this guy in Rockbank in New South, which is where the Woggers live, in Sydney, and I can say that because I have woggy rallies that live there. Yep. He decides really late at night that he's going to do a Macca's run for his family and he, himself. I don't know the proper... Is it he and him, his family and himself? Yeah, and he had one of his kids in the front seat. Did he? Or yeah. you just pulling shit out no, of us? No, absolutely. So he decides to go to Macca's. He places his order. Um, he pays and he goes home. By the time he gets home, he realises that they've packed him the wrong order. So he's just like, whatever, this happens all the time. It's their fuck up. It's not mine. So he goes about and continues living his life. Two hours later, the coppers show up on his front door. And he sells it from the point of he was told that he had stolen the items. Yeah. Even though he had paid and that it was Maccas' fault because Maccas were the ones that gave him the wrong order. Then the police and McDonald's released a statement saying, no, the reason why they sent the police to his house is because he was abusing staff members and Snapchatting all of this against their will because they refused to be recorded. And he was abusing staff members, so they were able to backtrack and find out who he was based, obviously, on his number plate. Um, And because there are two conflicting stories, it's just going to stay where it is, dead in the water. Yeah. And that's it. And they're just going to not do anything about it. They were like, oh, this is not worth pushing. Yep. Um, we're just going to leave it. Yep. And you sort of go... Fair enough. What, what are the point? What are the point? What are the point? What are point? What are point? What are things? What are things? So, but still though, the guys, you know, Snapchatting the employees, they've got worried. You just don't do that. You know what I mean? Like... If someone came up to me when I was working and started Snapchatting me, I would pretty much be just as... Annoyed. Yeah. And you just don't do that. I don't know. At least that's my personal opinion on said matter. I don't know what everyone else thinks. You guys let us know what you think. But 
Dude, I wouldn't do it. No. It's it's not a smart thing to do. I don't know. Me, no, no. But, um... Yeah, I... I sort of think... If you're going to do something... You know, as simple as McDonald's... I mean, we always check whenever we go to McDonald's. Not saying we're like a daily McDonald's kind of drive through right. people. <laughs> um, but we always check because we've been shafted before. You know, I've bought my chickens and then ended up without chicken. You... Most <sighs> recently, we went to one... There are there are like five Maccas within a ten minute drive to us, but we have one that's literally two minute drive away, and we have one, and the one that's closest to our house is three dollars more expensive. Yeah. Um. So, we go to a different one that's what would you say, ten minutes drive on a busy day away, yeah. and they're two dollars cheaper. And you might think, oh, but you're spending that money in fuel, but the Food is made fresh, if that makes sense. Like, it's not sitting there in the out tray. No. In the belt the whole time. So that's why we go there. And so you ordered... If we go to Macca's, we go big. We're not there to buy, you know, shitty meals or anything like that. We get the McValue meals because you get more bang for your buck. So we just get, what is it, $25, let's say. Yeah. Um, but it's $27 if you go to the one closest to us. So we just go there. So the point being is... We ordered the McValue meal and you ordered an extra f- almost $6 burger, the double beef and bacon. And you paid this extra 6 But First off, you ordered the McClassics meal, which was supposed to be more money. And we realized that they didn't give you, they didn't put through what you asked for. Yeah. And so we were like, oh, that doesn't matter, whatever. Because we're getting... It doesn't matter because we're not paying like a difference. You know what I mean? Like they've put it through wrong. We're paying less, but yeah. they're giving us something anyway. So it's not that big of a big stuff up. No. But the fact is you paid $6 for a burger that wasn't in your box. Yeah, and just... And so uh, we've driven out of the drive-thru. And to actually get back into the centre, you have to drive out of the complex. Yeah. And get back in. And do like a massive U-turn kind of thing around the block. So I've gone through the box really quickly. And we're like, oh, you know, we already knew that they didn't give us the right meal box box deal and I've gone well you're missing your six dollar burger and so you went in and sorted it out and they shit their pants yeah and all that stuff I maybe may have used my managerial voice on them but I walked in and their duty manager came up to me like what's the problem and I basically went uh uh sunshine you're like 16 years old don't be you know, pushing me around and then basically receive... But he was being very rude to yeah, he... We're not just saying, like, what do you want? I'm not He talked you. to me like a stupid person, so I put and him back... he was putting his... you down. I and... literally put him back in his box. I just... It was... After a night shift, I was not in the mood and pretty much... But it's fine if... Say that... Say that it was a cheeseburger, for example. Yeah. And it was a $3 fucking burger. No. That's fine. But you don't stuff up. One of the gourmet burgers. Yeah, and then just go, we're not going to put it in your thing. And then we came home, and one of the McChickens didn't have chicken in it. Yeah, it was just buns with lettuce. And the a shot of mayo, and we were like, whatever. You got your $6 burger, it's fine. But it was enough to happy be... Happy to take a loss. You know. Talking about taking a loss, funny <laughs> fucking story. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like adults, we deal with these annoying things called bills that when we were growing up, we didn't foresee would be so debilitating on our lives and our back pockets. Yep. 
So like normal adults, we budget for things and we go, hey, we have this bill, let's pay this and let's do this and let's pay that, right? So we were slammed with a shit ton of bills all at once and we paid our said bill. Yes. Um, and then we had one bill that came two weeks late because of the string of Chris, like there was a public holiday or some shit yeah, like that. It was just. And because we had to sign up for new power plant, power and gas plans. Yeah. So it stuffed up our whole billing cycle, which it shouldn't have done. And it was a massive issue trying to get our plans rolled over. Yeah. Because that was a hassle in itself. So this morning, Michael. We pay bills, right? We know what we're doing and we have a system. We write down whose account it's coming out of, what date, what time. We do it through our banks and we screenshot. We write the receipt number, the time we paid, everything. everything. So it's logged. So Michael wakes up this morning, a poor bastard after working, and he's gone, um, we have a bill we haven't paid. And I've gone, what do you mean? And he goes, well, we just got our... AGL people and they're texting us saying that it was like let's round it up to seventy two dollars. It was like seventy one eighty. We had this seventy two dollar bill and I was like, well, I'm gonna check the mail, but we don't. There's no bill. We haven't received a bill. You know, yeah. you don't just get a bill and then all of a sudden you've got two days left to pay it. Like I think the last bill we got for gas never arrived. No. Like it didn't arrive. Oh no, sorry, that's incorrect. It arrived, but it was due that day because of Christmas. Um, public holidays and New Year's public holidays and stuff. That was our January bill. And so I've gone, oh, well, who knows? It probably came in the mail yesterday and we just missed it because it went in someone else's mailbox and someone's, you know, put it through. And I've gone and checked the mailbox. I'm like, nah, it's not there. So you call. Well, I'm logging into agl.com.au. And then the guy's like, oh, yeah, um, you've got this $72 outstanding. And we're like, but... We don't have the bill. No. And he's like, oh, you know, doesn't matter. Just get your credit card out. We can pay it now. And I've gone, and I said it in the bitchiest voice I've ever spoken to Michael in, and I felt terrible. But it wasn't directed at Michael. It was directed at this guy. No offense to this guy, but you don't fucking give your credit card details over the phone. It wasn't even a landline, but you don't give your fucking credit card details over the phone. So I was like, don't you fucking dare with your fucking credit card. I'm not fucking paying with the credit card. And the guy's like, well, I need the payment. And I'm like, you're going to fucking hang out the fucking phone. We're going to fucking pay it to fucking be paid. This isn't our fucking mistake. And this guy knew that I was getting very antsy. And I was like... Obviously, this is a lot more, you know, <laughs> dramatic than actually and happened. Yeah. Not really, though. It and so close. this guy goes... Oh, I'll email you the bill. And this man emails us this bill that we paid on the 25th of March, right? And we paid it five days before the due date, like normal adults do. Yeah. And I know it cleared because it came out of my account straight away. Because if you're doing it through BPAY, it comes out of your account clean. Yeah. So I've gone, don't know what you're talking about. I've paid the, the amount of the bill. And then he's like, oh, um, because of our plan, we have a, if we pay in advance before the due date, we get a massive discount. For some reason, the system didn't roll over that yep. discount. So that's where the 20% difference was. So the guy's like, oh, you're going to have to pay this 20% discount. I'm like, according to our fucking plan that we fucking signed up for, we don't have to fucking pay for this fucking extra 70 bucks. We paid before the due date. 
here's the information, sort your shit out, and he's like, oh, yeah, I can see that. I'll put you onto the resolution team. So, essentially, team. they uh, fixed it because they see that we've already paid it, everything was done, and problem basically resolved. And I, I actually said out aloud for the second time in my life, I have the receipts. Yep. I have the screenshots. <laughs> Let me find my screenshots. All done. And this guy was like, uh, the second guy was like, oh, yeah, man, I'm so sorry. Um, It's sorted. We have this happen sometimes, blah, blah, blah. But he was like, oh, no, it's a new bill. And I was like, the no. reason he was trying to sell us on the point that, oh, this is the first guy. Oh, um, it's your new bill. And we were like, dude. If it was a new bill, where was our gas? Because it's on the same billing cycle. Yeah. So we would have had a gas bill and a power bill. Can you tell us how much we're fucking down on our gas bill then? Because we've got to pay our gas too. Exactly. And he's like, oh no, there's nothing outstanding. And I've gone, well, how can there be nothing bloody outstanding if the plans start on the same day yeah. and they're in the same billing period? And he's like, oh, that's a good question. Let me have a look at your bill. And then he's like, oh, well, um, I can't do anything about that. I have to escalate this problem. And like, damn straight, you're going to escalate this problem. Yep. But yeah, that was the story of how Steph got angry. But here's the thing. It's justified because remember how they said to us when we were rolling over the plans? Because they didn't listen when we set up the plans over the phone the last time. They were about to cancel our bloody power and gas because your information wasn't recorded on the account. And they're like, no. oh, we'll just cancel this. I'm like, we live in this house. You can't do we it. We need like, our power. We need our gas. Why was certain information missing? Oh, I, I, I can't, can't tell you I that. I can't tell you that. It's like, well, good one. You know. So, yeah. yeah. Now, this story is quite random. I don't know how it got to this point. All of a sudden, Michael was asking me about the price of semen. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, animal husbandry. <laughs> and, um, sure, Michael, sure. And then, so, we did a bit of not-so-research researching and found out that, according to documentarytube.com, the world's most expensive animal is worth more than CEOs make in years. So, Horison is a gold mine, and the price of his first offspring is around 55 thousand US dollars while for the next offspring the price goes up to 175 thousand US dollars so this I think it's a water buffalo mm-hmm. from South Africa is the most expensive animal in the world um, and the semen sells for a lot of money yes because essentially he's got a horn span of 55 inches um, which is Pretty much the largest among buffaloes. Do you know what that is? Yeah. You know what a homespan is? Yeah. So, essentially, they look at it and go, yeah, this is a big boy. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Um, oh. They're making... Well, essentially, he's making bank from... Well, people making well, bank farmer from his bank. Is yeah. the guy, the owners who own him because he's... Split owned across like four people, um. Yeah. So every person has a twenty five percent stake in him, but they all agree to everything together and whatnot. Um. But these four people obviously earn a lot of money. Earn a lot of money, rather. And um, there was also one where an Indian farmer sold his prized bull for one point six million, but decided to pull out of the sale and then thought, "Hang on a second, I can get more money from this." So then he got $40,000 US from selling the bull semen every month. 
Um, and the ball called Beam uh, Dono is uh, owned by Yuvi Dono and uh, essentially weighs 1,200 kilos. And apparently it's got one of the best Siemens in the world. One when, of the best Siemens. Siemens, yeah, Siemens <laughs> in the world. So, uh, oh, yeah, and essentially, goodness. if you're looking at for, you know, producing bulls and everything and offspring, yeah. So, yeah, fun and games. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's new? Yeah, so essentially now I'm thinking I'm going to go try, probably load up The Witcher 3. So, we were driving home from watching Ready Player One, and we literally, I'd say, two minutes away from home and Mark was like oh we have to get home and record this pod and for the first time in like a year and a half I was like hey Bobo's yep and then we realised that the Bobo's closest to us is closed so the next closest one to us is Camberwell and according to Google Maps Michael yeah we can be there in 25 minutes if we leave now woohoo and what time did it open till? late late Bobo's outing. Nah. Yeah, let's do it. Nah, I'm good. Let's save it for another week. So everyone listens to I'm this. I'm stressing the Give us a thumbs up if you want us to go to Bobo's. A Bobo's is like an American donor. And it used to be our spot. Yeah. It used to be... We didn't go all the time, mind you. But we'd... In our heyday, we went like, what, once a fortnight? Once every three or four weeks. Yeah. Um, it was just like us catching up, doing our thing. <laughs> Yeah, it was a place for us to go. Um, and our order, we split a yeah. um, King Palmer. Yeah. And you get a chocolate caramel... Thick shake. Malt milkshake. Yep. And I got water. And sometimes if I was being a good girl, you'd let me... <laughs> you'd let me share some of your shake. And But seriously, it was like $30 for two people to eat. Yeah. A ton of food and stop picking your nails. I'm armed with a glass bottle this week. But I remember how I said I had to like put one don't, in every. I don't look. <laughs> I will play chalkboards getting scratched on oh, for that. ten it's hours oh. if you bother me and do it ever again. Oh, that was really bad. Chalkboards. So yeah, that is life. Um, this time next week, I will be more stressy and depressy than what I am right. Don't look at them. <laughs> Stop. Put your hands out on the table and don't touch your fingers with your other fingers or your thumbs or your toes. Just don't kick me. Stop touching things. <laughs> Thirsty, mate. Can we talk about how good reading this popcorn is compared yeah. to the rest of the universe? It doesn't like sit in a bag for like a month. <sighs> Also, she gave us a five dollar voucher, didn't she? Yeah. Lovely. Dun dun. What movie we're gonna watch next week? I don't know. Well, you're helpful, mate. I haven't looked to see what's out. Mate, this is terrible. I know, right? Disgusting. Disgusting. Would you want to go out on a Wednesday next week or Tuesday? Maybe, maybe Tuesday. All right. So. Come on, load. Load, bruv. Ooh, A Quiet Place is out. Allegedly so is Avengers Infinity War. Ooh, That's mate. incorrect. That's not right. It comes out on the 25th, not next week. I feel pretty. Peter Rabbit, Red Sparrow, Sherlock Gnomes. Nothing, bruv. 
nothing good. Unless you want to watch a Quiet Place. Actually, we'll go see Quiet Place. Look, I don't need to shit my plant pants. Because <laughs> 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 Michael's laughing. It's not funny, Michael. Twelve, seven, or nine fifteen. Yay! Do you do I sound? Um, yay! yay. <sighs> Tell you what, I'm excuted for that vampire game. Yeah. Right. Have we got anything else to talk about today? No, that's pretty much covered everything. Yeah. So. Oh, I hope everyone had a safe, happy Easter. Enjoyed their Easter break. There are lots of kids out today. I told a few off because they were swearing and screaming and they were annoying me. Yeah, they were being stupid. And well, the fact they were knocking DVDs off the shelves. And ran into me. Yeah. And then I was like, and they were swearing like, like I swear every other sentence. Yeah, but they were, they were saying but some really nasty look, stuff. Look, you say shit, but you don't say it when you're fucking 12 years old in a public place like that when there are kids around. So I was, I actually just turned and I looked at them disgusted and they, one of them stopped in their tracks and looked at me like, oh shit. Those little, and like the, 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 the mother with the little kids next to us just freaked. Yeah. Because these were, kids were probably like six, seven years old, and these teens, tweens, running around breaking stuff. So I said to her, I like she, she legitimately, like I had to look. I must have, if looks could kill, oh, she'd yeah. probably be dead. I we looked at her really angrily, like, and I said to her, "Are you okay? You know, can you stop? There are children running around in this store, at your fucking age. And they so don't actually say the f word." And I said, behave, they just stop no stashing things in, you know, shelves. Some poor person's going to have to fix that. And they just didn't Behave or I'll get security. Just and idiots. then they ran out of there like, like I was... Absolute idiots. Like I wasn't what? taking it today. Nope. Nope. Not at all. No. So, yeah. <sighs> Fun so. day. Yeah, so that's pretty much been our day. Yeah. Fun game. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Ooh. So, uh. Ah, I want a bacon. Bacon, yeah. And then all of the bacon. All of the bacon. So, anything else? Um, no, but that's pretty much it. Do you want to tell everyone your, um,. Coffee club story too. Oh, um, I went and got the coffee, and then they had a conniption. They had a conniption. All I did was ask for a quad shot cap, and they kind of looked at me funny, and charged me. Actually, did we bring that up at the beginning? Yeah, we talked about the charging, but not about how they were like. Yeah, they were freaking out. Like the amount of coffee that I was going through, they could not understand it. They just didn't understand what was going on like how could someone have that much coffee i actually think that we should sign up because look at these vip perks you get buy one get one free all hot drinks all day every day so when you're getting a coffee you can get me a hot chocolate for free yep yep you get 10 percent on that we ever eat there but 10 percent off the price of food and other drinks on monday tuesdays wednesdays prize chances and you get discounts and special offers in store mm-hmm. let's just do it how much does this take? Become a member for $25 a year. Lovely. Lovely. Okay. 
I'm gonna do it. Done. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Alright. Is that it? Yep, that's pretty much it for now. Um we're hoping Oh, you know what? I'm not gonna sit here and say, Oh, we're gonna watch this series or this show before the next episode because we're just you're busy working. I'm busy trying to not we've, fail. We've been running around a lot. But if we can get through a series of unfortunate events, um, season two, because that came out this week. Yep. That'd be great. Yeah. I like to get through that. Danger Robinson Danger doesn't come out for another ten days. No. So we still have a fortnight or so for that. But yeah. It'd be right, interesting everyone. to see what that's like. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, if you've got any questions, anything you'd like us to discuss, please be sure to let us know. As always, uh, links to the quiz and whatnot, where to find us, where to find the pod will be in the episode notes. Yep, yep. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. Well, it's not a long weekend anymore, but if you're on break, have a safe, happy break. Um, Do break-like things. Have fun. Catch up with your friends, your family. And I guess we'll chat to you in a week's time. Yes, see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.